The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I now throw, I throw lips to the, the shit. shit. Handle it like, like a, a real bitch. Heather Hunter, Jenna Jack me, take it in the butt. Dad's like mm. what? I got land in Switzerland, even got sand in the Marylands, Bahamas in the spring. Baby, it's a, it's a big, big mama, mama thing. thing. Yeah. What's up, people? This is the shit you might have missed. With the usual suspects. <laughs> was that a squeal of delight? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Though. <laughs> I like squeal, the raccoons I, that are living in my attic. Hey, man. Hey, look, that felt good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that felt good. This That's is T. Fact. Rich sitting directly to my left. Ew. That's double. The unusual suspect. <laughs> Calling in on his left is... K. Savage. Yay! K. Savage. And, and our uh, squealer in residence. Oh, wow. Uh, at least it's not Hotep in residence. Uh, uh, Lieben is the third, a.k.a. the Vigi Parks. I heard the shade. Carry on. So, yeah. So, this is uh, the shit you might have missed. And let's just go ahead and. Today's oh, date. Sorry. Today's date is July 9th, 2018. And white people are still engaging in their favorite pastime. Calling the police on white folks, on black folks for doing folks just business. random like shit, in. like wearing socks at a pool. Can I just say that I have reached my limit of white people, white people. So today, while I was at the Whole Foods, which you know is a very, very, very good chance that you like always going to run white into people white people, Mecca. white people and hard as fuck at the Whole Foods. But while I was at the Whole Foods, I was paying for my groceries and this bitch just kept sliding up closer and closer. Like every time the lady put, every time the lady put something in the bag, the bitch just like inched up an inch or two closer to me to the point where by the time I swiped my car, she was actually looking at my total and I had to restrain myself. You know what I'm saying? From being like, well, goddamn, you want to pay for the shit? I mean, cause like I can't see how much it costs bitch, but you can so then, you know, I had a couple of bags and put my card in my wallet. I put my wallet in my little uh, carry-all thing. And then I'm going to grab my bags. And this bitch just, like, sliding, trying to slide me out the way. And I was like, I had my headphones on. had turned my music back on. And I was so irritated. All I could say was, God damn, out loud, loud as fuck, the whole, you know what I'm saying, checkout line. And all the things. Stop to look at me because I looked at her like, God damn, bitch. Like, I mean, like, seriously, like, can 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 I grocery shop in peace? You know what I'm saying? Because I know that she wouldn't roll up on a white bitch behind her like she did on me today. So then I walked out of the Whole Foods and was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? White women, y'all are so obnoxious. Can you stop with it, please, today? No. Out loud, again, scaring all the white people in the Tinley Town Whole Foods. So that's my white people story. So, um, just off of what you just said, <laughs> um, for those of you who have Netflix or know somebody who has Netflix, wink, wink, 
um, Netflix did another thing where they released another round of comedians for these short sets. And um, they're like 15 minutes in duration, each of them. And the fourth comedian is a comedian by the name of Sam J. She has a whole thing about kind of what you just said. I think you should watch it for entertainment and also for learning. I really need my personal space. Edutainment. I need you not to get so close to me. In fact, we're going to watch it because it's only 15 minutes. We can watch it after this. I mean, if you Negroes just go to Shoppers Food Warehouse where you belong, you won't not be the any, Shoppers. You won't be having it. If you, Last if you, time nah, I went to Shoppers, Negroes, 80% yeah. of the shit Negroes, I bought was expired. Take your behind the shop right where you belong. <laughs> Aldi's or something. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta, expired. You stay in your lane. If you go to Trader's, if you go to Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, you know that there's a certain element in there that doesn't expect you to be in there. Wegmans might be on the on the precipice or the cusp, if you will. I just want to say that I'm a private school Negro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I Whole Foods and I Farmer's Market. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know... I, I, I barely Whole Foods, right? Right. I know my farmers. I just want to say I'm a public school Negro, (laughs) (laughs) and I Trader Joe's and do uh, Washington's Green Grocer religiously. (laughs) I just want to say I'm not a Negro. But um, I I, I shop where the prices are. (laughs) Right. Not a Negro. I hold tap a lot. You know what? (laughs) For both of y'all. There, there are choice words that are in the front of my mind that you both can read. What you is know it? Me well enough. Peace Queen. You <laughs> this. Something about it. Or you this. Nah, nah. Know what? Right now. <laughs> right now. Right now. You an empress. <laughs> right now. Ooh. Burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stepping up a notch. Stepping up a notch, Duchess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Like, I just squeal. Keep you going. You're going to become a priestess. Ooh. That's how I do. I get more congratulatory and flattering as, as I as the more insulted I get. Yeah, when people get too close to me, I like to give them a look. Hit an elbow or a finger jab. No, the finger jab hurts. I do the elbow. Okay, I know. Yeah. And then I windshield wiper that bitch to make sure, like, if you <laughs> anywhere in the vicinity, you gonna get hit. But see, you know what? I never get light skin privilege. No white person that I have ever grown across has ever looked at me and been like, you know what? I think she feels like she won us. However, no. you don't carry yourself like you think. You <laughs> You're right. I don't. I don't. But it be these oblivious white people who think that I'm on their side. And I'll be looking at them like you do realize that like half of the Black Panther Party looks like me or a little bit lighter. Right. Like I need you to understand you should not assume that light skin means we rocking for you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to actually go as far as to say you should assume that light skin means that we so busy trying to prove to the motherfuckers whose team we playing on that we actually playing on their team that nigga, we going to stunt on you so hard, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that you might recognize, you know what I'm saying, that like it's a little bit of self-hatred in there. You know what I'm saying? Not for the black part, the white part. I know, scary, you know what I'm saying? Totally foreign concept to them. But like, I don't rock with them like that. But in these moments, it's like they think I'm the friendly Negro. No, ever, uh, never other any other time do they think I'm the friendly Negro. But when they want to encroach upon my space, then they think I'm friendly and they be looking so shocked when what comes out of my mouth is like, damn, bitch. I mean, like, seriously, could you back the fuck up off me? I, I just want to say, I know you just said a whole lot of serious things, but like, for some reason, the hair and the handkerchief for me is working. <laughs> I'm just ready to check out the footwork. 
<laughs> yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, like I'm just like, like, yeah, the hair and the handkerchief is working for me right now. It's, it's, it's doing something. Okay, all right. Sidebar. My bad. I digress. Negroes would just take your. Stop on all these Negroes. Take I your feel behind like, the Kroger or the. <laughs> we still, we still on that Safeway Greenbelt, Greenbelt green Safeway. Belt. Yeah, yeah. I don't live near Greenbelt. Safeway well, Greenbelt actually stepped that's, up that's, a little bit. Know your place. Oh, that, obviously, my the Safeway Giant. No, but that's a whole other obstacle course. <laughs> the Food Lion. No, it's oh, been yeah, changed yeah. to Wise. I forgot about Food Lion. I, I wanted to work Food Lion into the joke too. Damn. Wise. I failed you. Food Lion is better than Shoppers, though. They're all bad. I think everything's better than Shoppers. <laughs> I'm a Wegmans man, but the 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 farmers market. Oh, you right. Oh, that's a parochial farmers school market is, right there. Is the, right? is the business. So let me ask you a question. Like, so if you go with the wholesale clubs, what is the best of the wholesale clubs? Because there's a Sam's, Costco, Costco, and then there's also a BJ's. Well, Costco. I don't I, like shopping at suggestive you, places. Can I tell you what my independent? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't go to BJ's. <laughs> Hey, you better get some of this. <laughs> You're putting your mind on other things. You better get some of this. <laughs> come for the groceries. Stay for the cum. <laughs> Stay because you can't. Um, I, I shop at BJ's, uh, but I think it's a, it's a individual thing. I think you have to evaluate all of the wholesale clubs, and you have to figure out which combination of things work for you. A lot of the brands that I purchase they carry at BJ's because, you know, a lot of brands are consistent amongst all of them, but some brands are specific to each wholesaler. Well, as I like to say Pacific. Uh, yeah. So it was a combination of them having more of the brands that I carry, um, those brands being cheaper there from than other places, and then the fact that they have their own in-store coupons and they are the only one of the big box wholesalers that actually accept um in store and manufacturer coupons. This sounds like a name conversation, but get y'all money right. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, this is, this is so it works for me. Walmart or Target? Target. Yeah, Target is like more. I just don't like the element at Walmart. Like more quality, and Target has like skept, step, stepped their uh, social game up a lot over the past uh, past couple of years. Okay, I went to tar- Walmart last week just because I didn't feel like driving the extra maybe half a mile to Target, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Which, which Walmart happens. did you go to? You didn't Louis? go to one in Clinton. Oh, okay. Clinton? See, exactly. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Target's, for the most part, you go to a Target, for the most part, it's Target. Like, the Target in Forestville is not the best Target. <laughs> it's also real, not the worst Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, Walmart, there, there, there are levels. I've been to Walmarts in rural areas that are super nice. I'm talking about like because that's the only thing they got. Yeah, that's what yeah, we yeah. have. Like where I'm from, you got a super Walmart. Oh man, them, them, you got them a full service grocery store. Them, you can buy wine and, yeah, and hey, liquor Walmart and shit. And be lit on Friday nights. It'd be people in the, in hey, the man, what, lot what? hanging out skirt, at the Walmart. I'm, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's skirt, skirt, skirt. That's why. Exactly. But like you know, you put a Walmart in certain rural areas, and all of a sudden, the quality of of product, uh, the reliability of said product. The quality of service, reliability of said service, all that seems to diminish greatly. And part of that is also the element that you're 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 hiring from. I, I admit that, but 
same time, it's like you, you should have a standard that's even across the board, I would think. But, you know, that's just me. They did mess me up, though, Walmart, when they um when they were building the one uh, in Southeast. Doing the one in Southeast, and then they, they pulled out over the, the minimum wage issue. They ain't pulled out over that. They yeah. never went to build there in the first place. Oh, I'm saying, though. And, and to, their, to their own detriment. Because they were about to be ahead of the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People want people were people were they clamoring royally, for that joint because they, they Walmart never has a problem hiring exactly. people. And they're people who definitely need jobs right. in that area and consistent jobs. So and that would have been a place that, you know, it's a food desert in a lot of the areas around where we live. That's why, um, that's why I'm going back home, man. I'm not a gentrifier. I'm moving back to Southeast. No, you're a gentrifier. I'm from there. You're you're light enough. I'm from <laughs> there. It's where I was born. Okay. Where I where I grew up. So I'm just oh, going oh, back. Okay. Home. Why right. didn't you go before? Taking my money yeah. back. Why didn't you go before? I, I couldn't afford to go back. Now you I can't. Like, you <laughs> couldn't afford to go back when it was cheaper? No, well, well I, I mean, like, I circumstances guess, have changed. Yeah, there, That's there fair, is something though. called divorce. Um, and <laughs> a divorce. <laughs> your your I financial, think mentioned it before. Your financial situation is uh, you know, a little precarious when you're doing some certain divorce situations. And uh, I actually... During the first marriage, I wanted to buy in D.C., um, but my ex, um, her parents convinced her that D.C. was too dangerous to move into. Now, where so, is she from? Which makes this funny. From Newark, New York. He's Jersey. a grown <laughs> From East Orange. And they convinced her. They convinced her that, that D.C. was too yeah. dangerous to move into. I don't think Kay Savage heard you. No, I heard. I heard. <laughs> She's like, excuse Newark? me? Newark? I mean, you know, how da- you know how dangerous Newark is? Brick City. People get stabbed. Has it ever people not get, been dangerous? People get stabbed in Jersey. Stabbed. How many people getting stabbed in D.C.? A lot of people getting shot. Yeah, but shooting, I mean, when you really- That's way really, more personal. When you really break it down. Way more up close yeah, to personal. Yeah, shooting is, can in some ways be considered like a kind of cowardly act because it's detached and you, you know you do something to equalize it's... you when you couldn't really do something. In search of, a knife, you nah, got to get You got to get Ghost of Power. Yeah. <laughs> episode five. Yeah. Episode, season five, episode two. Like, uh, yeah. They, they, they stab Any place where you get stabbed is not, the, is not a hood <laughs> I want to be in. So True. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So I'm going back. I'm <laughs> going back to DC. Yeah, going to Congress Heights is where I would prefer to buy. Okay, if I can. All right. That's so, um, <laughs> I'm from there. I'm are still you, a gentrifier. Are you? I'm from are there. you? Okay. You know what's going to happen as soon as you go there. Can you turn down your music, please? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, look. That's already happened. Turn that what shit. I'm gonna call the police on you. Them shits up. Speaking of turn up. Uh oh. Haiti. Okay. Break it down. So the government decided, like, hey, let's increase the fuel prices and do everything we can to continue to disrupt positive life in Haiti. Um, and these motherfuckers was like, what you're not going to do is that. They burned down barricades. They are rioting in the streets, and I just want to say congratulations. I think Congo's having the same thing too. Good with fuel prices. Do it. Burn the shit down. Um, Ooh, so okay. L- lots of fire burn. Yes. Burn the fire. So fire man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but there was a really interesting article on the route about it because it also goes into like the whole history of Haiti and. City Are bang? they still praying France back for yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, which a lot of people don't like to talk. Even like I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody saw like the um, 
the thing that's going around about the DR Haiti on Facebook where they, they broke down the whole thing. But they don't really mention that aspect about them actually still paying reparations to France all these years later, which is crazy. But you know, yeah, I, they I discuss it on the route. I mean, he broke the whole shit down to me. Yeah. I definitely recommend reading it. Um, I think it's called like White people are the reason Haiti is fucked up right now. Something like that. Um, Colonialism is a bitch, man. It is. It is. Um, so all of you people stateside, you be prepared to riot before this bitch turns into Gilead because your president is going on the, the TV tonight. Bless it be the American free. ninja style to announce. Oh, uh, the Supreme Court justice? Uh, yeah. Under his eye. Maybe I just want to say this. We're having very nice weather today. <laughs> Because we, we kind of talked about this last week, and you know, I was kind of like in my feelings a little bit last Kinda, week. you a Drake. I'm, uh, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset. I don't know. Right. Kiki, do you love me? Talk on, <laughs> speak on the Scorpion. So look, <laughs> I just want to say this much. I, I really want to say that the Democrats have a chance to honestly show who they're going to be, not necessarily for the midterm, um, the midterm elections, but for the 2020 elections as well. Because what I've noticed over the last few weeks is I've noticed that Maxine Waters seems to be the only one who's going at Trump right now. And there are a lot of quiet people that were talking a lot of shit a couple months ago that ain't saying nothing right now because they worried about getting reelected. I haven't heard anything from Chuck Schumer. Elizabeth Warren's been quiet. Pelosi's been quiet. I've heard a lot from a lot of senators in terms of like their disapproval of the things that Trump has been saying and doing and other people in Congress and the Senate have been doing. So what I feel like, I feel like a lot of these people who are supposed to be your colleagues are literally hiding behind Maxine Waters and letting her take the shots while they hide behind her, which I think is cowardly in the worst way. Not the worst way. Black women are the moral conscience of the motherfucking world, and all they're going to do is hide behind her because they're more invested in their white supremacy than they are in anything else. Next, please. No, I'm just saying, but like, I really, I really need to see how you know how how they carry things out, man, because they need to. Anyway, the fact that we don't actually hear Democrats regularly calling Donald Trump racist, as if that's still up for fucking debate. Has, is, is just proof positive to me that, like, they can't be trusted. No, Democrats are dicks. They're weak and limp. And you just, they're not to be trusted. And this is where oh my God. The you know what men be like, no, not my dick. <laughs> Can I segue? Democrats are the nice niggas in the motherfucking article we about to discuss. That's who they are. So. If you Negroes would buy your canned goods out of Dollar Tree and... <laughs> Dented cans. Yeah. Your dented cling peaches and Dollar General. Get that good botulism. <laughs> so the article that Christy is referring to, um, there was an article that came out last week. Um and the the writer rewatched a different world and you know, everybody knows that whole scene of Whitley up there with Byron and Dwayne comes in and he's like, say that you'll be mine, baby, please. And she took him back and, you know, Byron walked off mad. I was like, oh my God, this is so great because we were young and as we got older, we realized Dwayne Wayne's a fuck nigga because he did a lot of fucked up shit to her. You know, he didn't like her initially, which, you know, that's fine enough. Sometimes people think you're a bitch when they first meet you, even though you're not. Um, 
But then he was just like the whole thing where he, you know, they were engaged and he like went on a date with somebody. And then there was the whole key new thing and just real like give and take and this whole like, hey, let's get involved and be married and let's struggle together. Fuck a struggle. Um, when all she ever wanted and she was very open with saying like, look, I want a good life. And, you know, Dwayne was painted as this quote unquote nice guy, um, which... We all know nice guys most of the time ain't shit. They're just not. Wow. I didn't say all. I did not say all. So are we are we still speaking from the, the this perspective of the article or are we just are we capping the article or are we talking about your feelings? That's the, like, yeah. like let's recap the article first. I did recap the article. Oh okay, okay. So we 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 talking about your perspective. Well, I I'm gonna yes. add a little salt to this. <laughs> Anybody who is described as nice with no other modifiers, not generous, not friendly, not funny, not none of that shit, the motherfuckers can't be trusted. It's a motherfucking facade. Facade. They're the most manipulative, fucked up, narcissistic, psychopathic people you will ever meet. And the reason why they are so nice with no other modifiers is because the only thing that they know how to be is nice before they turn on your ass. That insane. includes nice niggas. Who be all up to all kinds of fuck ass nigga shit? Nice niggas are trash. Any any consenting I, I, opinions? I, I, consenting or dissenting? Dissenting. Uh, <coughs> wow. I mean, that's a very. I mean, I feel like you know anything I say to to, to counter that would be like you know at my own peril at this Why point. Would it? But uh, we can have you know. I debate. feel like diving into the deep pool sometimes. Uh, I, I I will say this. <laughs> your face <laughs> are you talking about, you talking about slim yes. yeah slim looking slim look like yeah okay so okay here's here's what i would say because so yeah we, we, I, I, i'm assuming we're gonna have a conversation about this yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're gonna converse here's what i would say the first thing that that um i i will have to admit and and point out before i even get into anything that i feel or think regarding the article is one it was an interesting perspective <laughs> it's something that honestly i had not considered um, I had not watched a different world in any real sense since I was younger. I've seen an episode here or there um, over the years, but I haven't actually watched it. Like I forgot Marissa Tomei was on there, mm-hmm. and like you know, what I'm saying she was on there. Um, uh, different people have come and gone, like Don Lewis and stuff like that. Like Sinbad, like came on the show. So there's different things that you that you you picked up on, right? So in reading this article. The, the author uh, made it a point to say that she has literally, and I, I, I think she was being hyperbolic, but she said she literally watched the series in its entirety at least 60 times, <laughs> which I do not believe. I believe she was being, you know, figurative and she used literally instead of figurative. That's a minor thing, Minutia. All that to say is, I'm going to readily admit that she has way more instant recall of the different elements of a a different world. Yeah, Yeah, a different world. So there are things that she was saying in the article, like, okay, I do remember that. I do remember this. I do remember that. I don't remember this. Um, So I think the way she's looking at it, I think one, her personal perspective as she's evolved as a person and her experiences as she's evolved as a person have colored the way she looks at the show. The show was written for a specific period of time 
And Dwayne Wayne wasn't written. Dwayne Wayne wasn't written like, you know, by this whole thing where you, you retroactively go back. He was written at a particular point in time. And as I looked at it, all of the characters changed and evolved over the course of the series. So as you were saying, when you meet somebody, sometimes when you meet them, that person isn't how you initially perceive them. Sometimes when you meet somebody like, oh, that person's kind of cool or awesome or dope. And when you get to know them, like that person ain't shit. And I can't stand them. Psychopath. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Contrary to that, sometimes when you people are like, ah, oh, man, I don't really feel that person. You get to know them like, oh, man, that person's cool as hell. Like, oh, man, we have a lot in common. Those things happen. So to say that Dwayne Wayne, who initially did not like Whitley because that's the way it was written, okay, that happens, right? Okay, like one, Dwayne Wayne is a fictional character. Let's not forget that like when you watch that 70s show, in the first two episodes of that 70s show, Kelso was fucking smart. Before we got the damn Jackie, yeah, yeah. he was actually so smart. He had trigonometry questions that he was firing off the top of his head before he became like, like mind-numbingly Man, stupid. They found a rhythm that worked for that yeah. character in the show, right. and then they, they put him in right. the paradigm. Homer Simpson at the beginning of The Simpsons was just a disgruntled father. He wasn't dumb. They literally made a joke on the 131st episode, Spectacular, I think it was, where they said, does Homer Simpson get stupider each, ep- uh, each season? And the answer was yes. Um, Joey Tribbiani from Friends was not written as somebody who was stupid. Matt LeBlanc went in and interviewed and did the role, or not interview, he uh, auditioned for the role, <laughs> and he played the role a particular way, and the writer's like, we didn't know Joey was stupid. Probably because he wasn't, but that's what Matt LeBlanc does for all his characters. All his characters are stupid, and that's his, his thing. He was stupid on Married with Children, and it worked for him, so that's why he played Joey Tribbiani, and it worked for him. So that's one. It's writing. So Dwayne Wade was a freshman male who antagonized another freshman male who had silly ideas and he had silly ideas. And over the course of a show, perhaps those ideas mature and evolve. Perhaps the people who have the ideas mature and evolve as well. And maybe in the process of that, maybe they actually find that they have similar interests, that they like each other, that there's an attraction, there's a respect for each other, and these things can happen. So I'll say those things, and I will back away and allow other people to say things before I add anything else. Because I feel like I've been talking a really long time, and I apologize. Yeah, I think I said that in like a line. But um, I'll just elaborate. Yeah, thanks for the elaboration, friend. Um, I think one of the things though, that kind of stood out the most to me, and maybe this is also you know from my own perspective in life. Um, the bullshit about like, you know, I've kind of like batted you around like a cat with a, a little toy and I've dated some other people. And now that you've moved on with your life, uh, let me come back around and like drag you through the mud in this thing called a struggle marriage. That was the problem I had. Why can't you just leave her? That's how I know he's a trash ass nigga. Why couldn't you just leave her alone? You had your shot. You ain't want to shoot. You stood there, you dribbled the ball, and then when she decides to play for another team, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Let me draft you back on my team. Trash-ass nigga move. It's the basic shit. It's what they teach trash-ass niggas on day one. So can I ask you this question? I think, oh, wait, wait. No, proceed. I, I, I think there's also some just some, some prototypical issues at play here. For instance, there's nothing grand gesture-ish about showing up at my motherfucking wedding 
uninvited and then trying to steal me from the next nigga. That's just as tacky and as trifling as the nigga who proposes at your college graduation. It's your fucking moment. And I didn't say while we were laying in the bed together that I wanted, you know what I'm saying, you to crash my graduation or steal the moment of my graduation and my actual accomplishment and the celebration of my hard work so that you could, you know what I'm saying, make it all about you and now that I'm finished, just I'm ready to be your wife. No, that's not okay. Who just did like, that? Is that a real okay. thing or was that, was that on the show? No, that's that's a real thing. That, that's a real thing. And, oh, and I think the reason why that ties in is because grand gestures are not fucking great just because they're grand gestures. Grand gestures actually usually are what it, 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 it it's usually what culminates at the end of a long period of stalking and that shit is not okay either and i think one of the things that they talk about in the article is the fact that like a pickup artist he negs her for two years you trash you trash you not shit i would never be with a bitch like you you trash you trash you not shit you should be more like these other bitches over here and then all of a sudden i'm attracted to you now yes we grow we change you know what i'm saying people who used to be annoying weren't you know what i'm saying but not negging the shit out of them not you know what i'm saying trying to make them seem like they less than everybody else around you you know what i'm saying and then all of a sudden they're good enough until they're not you know what I'm saying? And then I go and I move on with my life and I get a new broad. But then when I realize I don't want to do this on my own, instead of me going out and making a fresh start, I show up at your wedding and say, oh, baby, baby, please take me back. You know what I'm saying? And not just take me back, but take me back. Coming to the struggle wedding, everything that you said that you wanted, everything that you've always been about, you know what I'm saying? Just just leave that behind. I leave can't behind give it to you. The whole entire way of life, world being perspective everything so that you can be in love with me because I'm the good dude. Man, fuck that. You're not a good dude. Because if you was a good dude, like Takiya said, you would have just let her be because she was happy in her shit. He wasn't. He was the one who was not happy. She wasn't pining away for Dwayne like, oh, I don't know if I should marry this senator nigga. You know what I'm saying? She was good with where she was. You know what I'm saying? So for her to be good with where she was and him to burst in, you know what I'm saying, in this moment and have it be like, oh, well, we should give in to him because he has good intentions. Fuck that. That senator nigga had good intentions and he had the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, collateral to actually back it up. And I think the issue is less about what actually happened in the relationship on TV, although there's lots of stuff to parse there. And it's more about the fact that this is something that is shown, it's a trope that is shown, it's played out over and over again yes. on TV. That a man, a man, a man, let's, 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 a man is not happy. Not the woman. The woman have moved on with her life. She done dealt with her heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? And she done moved on with her life, but the man is not happy. It's not His just men. Are it's typically men. But like, I'm glad you said that because as, as we were talking, I, I tried nobody, to. It's almost never the line that, you know what I'm saying, the girl who's the quote unquote good girl, she's supposed to process her grief and get over it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, in, the, in the romantic comedies, that <clears throat> dude that she's pining after, he's never right. It's always the other dude that's been helping her out. But when we talk about tropes and prototypes and the problem with this a different world scenario, the issue is that. A man is not happy with a woman that he is, a man is not happy. And now that he has discarded a woman and he realizes that she is the key to his happiness, 
she is supposed to feel like she is a treasure. You know what I'm saying? Because he comes back to reclaim her. Despite the fact that somebody else picked her up off the landfill and had dusted her off and had totally upcycled her. Now she's supposed to be this upcycled armoire. You know what I'm saying? Sitting in the middle of a cold water flat. Who does that? And if a woman does that, she's a, a fucking stalker. Flat. She's a stage five clinger. She's crazy. You don't want to be bothered with her. You need to drop her. But when a man does it, it's like, oh my God. Okay, so. This is so nice. What what, what I will say is. You disrupted your wedding. So, what I will say is. Confess his love. You're you're both making good points. But um, I think there there are larger things at play outside of just a different world. Because as we're talking, I'm literally like going through my mental Rolodex of just random shit that I shouldn't be pulling through. But. we can go to Living Single, Kyle Barker and Maxine. They both naked the shit out of each other, so I guess it's mutual. But Regine naked the shit out of the dude. What was his name? The the the, the Jamaican dude, Walter or some shit like that. And all of a sudden, she wanted him. Um, I feel like uh, Love and Basketball, which is one of my favorite, like you know, uh, movies, like in terms of, like romantic, you know, whatever, blah blah blahs, like black noir, I guess. I don't know. Um, shit, Love Jones. Um, uh, Darius Love Hall definitely did some shady shit. Darius was trashed. Man, it, shit, that didn't stop motherfuckers from like like wanting him to run her ass down and like tell her as urgent as a motherfucker. That's exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, That's another saying. one of those grand gestures. So, so my whole point is, my whole point is, this is not. I, I feel like there's more trash shit than like you know. I feel like this is a larger conversation. I'm not. I'm not. No, I think. I'm not I think what Christy was trying to say is that I mean we're using a different world as the example, mm-hmm. but the idea and she also mentioned like in romantic comedies the idea of like. Oh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm this man, and I don't want you. I've tossed you aside, and I had a a second thought. I had an epiphany, like Chrisette Michelle, and now I want you. And let me do something like, oh, you're moving to L.A. for a great job. Let me stop you. You're getting married. Let me stop you. It's just, you know, all of this stuff that's been kind of drilled into our head like oh yes this is great this is romantic this is the grand gesture that you're you're looking for without realizing and without kind of breaking this down that like this is some problematic ass behavior and for the most part you don't see that played the other way where it's like a um like the guy who's the who actually is the good guy and like there and is the like the trash girl there there are instances of it and most of the times there's that one guy feeling like, like, yo, fuck that. She's trapped, blah, blah, blah. That's what I was just saying. Like, you know if a saying? woman does it, she's a stage five clinger. She's, oh, no, she's, not clinger. It's like, like just trash. Like, 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 you know, she treats you, she treats you shitty. You need, you can do better than her. She doesn't, she doesn't appreciate you, but blah, blah, blah. Nah, she's fine, man. And blah, 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 blah. So forth and so on. It's, uh, I think um, Netflix just had one just recently. It's called Set It Up with Tay Diggs. And um, the white dude was going out with the black supermodel and she apparently didn't have anything in common with him. And, you know, he found more commonality with the other. Eh, whatever. No, it. it's no. You, you, you clearly didn't watch it. I did watch it. it the, the romantic comedy part ain't even about Tay Diggs and Lucy Liu. I it's know that. It's ultimately about the two assistants. I'm aware of that. And I said, like, the, the white guy who had, like, the black girlfriend, I get that. I'm aware that it's not about them. That was the, the premise, though. I get it. I was trying not to go too far into it for those who have not seen it, but I'm just saying that that was there. That was the other side of it. We do not review TV shows. Fuck them and their <laughs> non-watching asses. <laughs> I didn't say that, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the views, the I opinions did. expressed. 
And I'm always going to have a flashback radio. So, real talk, get the fuck over it. I don't care. Quiet, Slim. You just sitting over there making silent faces. I'm listening. I'm listening to making silent faces. I'm listening to it. Well, faces are usually silent. I don't know. I tend to yeah. I tend to groan like my face is on. <laughs> That's not my faces. They know they have like they had only have like something to them. But go ahead, man. Uh, or ladies, to the conversation. Um, I don't um, know. I I think the first the first <laughs> thing I'd like to say is I think a different world was um I think it was a very well written show for many different reasons. I think what you know what the Cosby show was for a lot of people in a lot of regards, you know, Bill Cosby's rapey ass aside, um, a different world showed how non monolithic, um, young black people are had a whole bunch of different black people from different, places in the country with different backgrounds and different upbringings and different experiences and put them all in, you know, the incubator that is college and, you know, chronicled their experiences um, from every perspective, from from many different perspectives. And and I dug that. Um, That's one of the reasons why a different world resonated with me um, when I was watching it as a adolescent. Um, I don't know. When I look at any experience and I see like whether it's a fictional experience, like a different world, like this uh, situation that we're uh, vehemently discussing right now, whether it's real life situations where I've seen, you know, the spectrum of activity. I just try to remember that everybody's human that from my perspective. And I don't like I don't automatically paint anybody as a villain. And I don't automatically paint anybody as a victim. Um, I think when you see situations like this and you see mofos going back and forth with one another, um, you know, I, if I had, I think the article was like, it was really passionate and I really, really dug that. Uh, like you said, Lee, her recall of the show, mm-hmm. like, I really dug that. Um, I thought that was uh, excellent. Um, I enjoyed going back with her. The main thing about reading the article that I like was I just enjoyed going back through the show with her. Um, I I just didn't I I never saw and still don't see Whitley as a victim in that situation. I I think in a relationship as dysfunctional and toxic because I do agree with that part of the article. I do believe this situation was incredibly dysfunctional and incredibly toxic. I also think it takes two to tango. Um, and I think the way Whitley was also written, I don't think she had moved on. I think she was taking she was committing the physical overt acts of moving on, but they were writing her to show continued conflict internally. To show that she had not gotten past them. She had not moved on. But she was making, she was going to accept the choice of these are the things that I've wanted. So I'm willing to do what I have to do to settle for being with a guy that I don't necessarily love. But all of the circumstances that I've always wanted in life, I'm going to get them if I marry this guy. So I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do. If I have pity for anybody, 
if anybody in this situation is a victim to me, it's, it's Papa Pope. Like he did not like he treated her right from the beginning. He didn't have to lose her to see her value. And, you know, I, I see this happen with with guys a lot anecdotally also they you know treat a woman the way that woman is supposed to be treated and inevitably the woman for whatever reason ends up going with the guy who she's still tied to for some uh, other reason if it could be the experience that they have together the history um you know you name it it could be that you know there's sometimes for for many people there's passion and discord there's passion and disharmony um, and they that like that struggle, that tension. That's just not boring. Yeah, it creates passion and excitement for some people. So you know that some people are drawn to that, both men and women. So for me, I'm like, do I think um, Dwayne Wayne was very imperfect and fallible? Uh, hell yeah, I agree with that 100. percent um, do I think Whitley was also quite fallible um, in the situation? I do. I, I, just, I don't see her as a victim. Um, and I, do I think that ultimately if they had written those characters differently in a way that they had their time, but then moved on from one another, it's still a TV show. I don't know if the show would have been as good. So that's the that's the question you gotta ask. Like TV walks this balance, and movies will, walk this balance between telling a, a artistic, like a creative story. No. Some some of it taken from real life, some of it mixed with idealism. Some of it's the best of us. Some of it's the worst of us. But the, like the creative person, they put this thing together and present it in an artistic presentation, and then uh, we look at it and we got to make a determination about whether we like it. Or if we would like it better if this thing happened or if we would like it worse if this thing happened. So I don't know how I would have felt about the show if that particular portion of the show was different. Because like I said before I started my statements, so many of the other things were good. The examples of non-monolithic young black people, the spectrum of black performance and black capability. We're not talking, and like, we're talking about this particular relationship that, dynamic. That's what I'm saying. So like I don't this I don't like, know you know, how I would feel. World, but we're not actually talking about the show. We're talking about this particular relationship dynamic. And I feel like you have talked all around the fact that it's toxic. The behavior on both parts. I specifically said it was toxic. I specifically said it was toxic. Specifically. So then we need to stop talking about the show and start talking about focus on the relationship. And the reality is the relationship was part of the show. No, nobody said that Whitney was a victim. In the, article, in the article, she said she was a victim. She said she pitied her. Well, pitying somebody is not saying that they're a victim. And her whole, the whole, her whole writing was from the perspective of Dwayne Wayne did all these things to her. And she was simply a recipient of his activity. She was. And I think the point Oh, so she, she didn't have any role in a relationship. No relationship? Don't they involve two people? I guess I maybe I looked at it differently. Um, like I understand that, you know, like, yes, th these things happen to her. But I guess the way I interpreted it was more along the lines like there's a, I don't remember the last. 
I don't remember. I, I know it was in the news or there were articles about it like a couple months ago about like this whole idea of like the nice guy and why the idea of the nice guy needs to like fade into a slow death. Um, so that was how I interpreted the article. I looked at it and I, I know there were things in there about Whitley, but I just kind of looked at it from the perspective of like, oh, yes, Dwayne was not awesome because he was always painted as like, oh, he's funny and he's like nice and he's got like the weird glasses and he's like harmless like he wasn't ever like rapey or like disrespectful speaking of rapey he did actually like try to protect freddie after she repeatedly refused his help and like stopped her from being raped from that one rapey dude right so that's why i was looking at it like okay you know he's got good qualities oh that's that's what i was gonna say like they i looked at it as like he's got these good qualities but kind of like to your point, like he's super flawed and, you know, somebody could be like a really great person and just be shitty at relationships. Exactly. Like super duper. Like, how are you this good at living life? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And you're just like this. You're equally as bad at being in a relationship. There's a context I, to everybody's I, I, behavior I, is all I'm but saying. But I think the issue I think the issue that the article is trying to address is not about the flawedness of Dwayne Wayne and it's not about whether or not this was being done to Whitley. It's about the fact that there is a message that exists in the media or just in 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 society in general. There's a message about nice guys. There's a message that says because a guy is not the jock because a guy is not the popular dude because a guy is not the coolest dude that you should automatically give him a chance that because his intentions are that he just wants love too that we're supposed to look back his stalkery rapey misogynistic you know what i'm saying just toxic behavior and i'm not saying that whitney was not a i'm not saying that whitney was a victim but the reality is people in situations where you don't have the language to be able to say this is not right for me because the way society is looking at you is that you will be judged as a less than person that you're a gold digger that you're shallow women are are belittled as being less than as having less character for wanting higher standards and for not accepting certain kinds of behavior. And I think the issue that the article was trying to address is that all of the things that Whitney had said, I'm not for this. This is not what I want. These are all things that women in general are belittled for. Women are belittled for not being attractive to men who are attracted to them because that's not their type. Because yes, he might actually might be way out of his league and that's okay. Every story for a dude shouldn't be a rags to riches in the sense that like, oh, you married up. Like, and I think that the, 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 the message of the show and the message that is repeated to women over and over again is that women, you know what I'm saying, are supposed to just settle because a man wants them. And I think that was what the article was trying to address. So it wasn't about whether or not anybody was a victim, like they were actually being abused in the sense that like, oh, you know, somebody is physically hurting you or somebody is obviously emotionally manipulative. But the reality is I do pity women like Whitney who don't feel like they have the social support to be able to say, nah, this is not what I want. Okay. So, uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to jump in. So there are a couple things that I I feel like I, I want to like cross check. One, I feel like just to be safe, 
I don't want to conflate just because you're a nice dude does not automatically make you stalkerish or rapish or anything like that. And I think we also established, like, like by we, Takia just said, like, yo, Dwayne Wayne did not have any rapey vibes. So it's just like, I feel like that's important to, to put out there. Um, no, he didn't have any rapey vibes with Whitney, but he did have rapey vibes with Denise. He was mad and inappropriate. And in an article, I think the word 19. she I mean, used she I, used. I'm the not word. saying it's right. I'm just saying like like until we're taught better, sometimes we we. I'm pretty well, sure uh, that I did shit that was like you know. In terms just of like, because you don't never, know better doesn't mean it's not racist. I didn't. I, I I'm, 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 I'm acknowledging that. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying again, there's the evolution of the character. But what what I'm what I'm what I would like to just speak to is um, one. I didn't want to conflate those two things. But also in terms of like when I read the article, it, it did seem like there were a lot at least being taken in terms of like there's a lot of analysis in terms of what Dwayne Wayne had done. But I didn't feel like there was an equal analysis on the other side with Whitley. So, again, what I said at the top was I will readily admit that I don't recall everything as crystalline as she did because I haven't watched it, quote unquote, 60 times. 60 times. <laughs> In, a, in, in, its in its entirety. Yeah, I don't have that type of time in my life. I love the show, and then there are a lot of shows I like. I've never watched any TV series 60 kind of times over. Boy. Just never. So um, what I do recall with Whitley, especially in the earlier goings of the show, I recall her being very like vain, materialistic, and quote-unquote gold diggerish. And it didn't seem to me, from my recollection, and I could be wrong, because again, I don't recall fully. But from what I recall, I feel like Whitley wasn't actually like trying to use her merits or her intellect, which she was very smart. Everybody in that circle was smart and they made sure they played that out. And they were like, they had their different ways of being smart. Like Freddie was smart. She was just like goofy. You know what I'm saying? Um, Denise was Denise. And then I forget the, uh, what's the dark skin? Kim. Kim. Kim, oh yeah, yeah, can't yeah. remember because she dark skin. No, no, she was chocolate. No, I just I remember the haircut in the bob. I remember Kim. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was pre-med. Yeah, yeah, but she, and she was extremely serious. So everybody had their little things about them, and Whitley seemed to be outside of the norm. Up, she could also sing. Um, she, um, Whitley seemed to be outside of the norm, not just Dwayne Wade, but that entire group. So it's like, um, well, she was because she was a rich black woman. She was a rich black kid. Right. Okay. So what, what, all I'm saying is that in terms of like the values that she was presenting at that time or whatever, that wasn't even like I'm going to get this on my own. And like, there, if at the end of the day, social support and societal support, uh, support for her saying yes or no to what you said was inappropriate. Dwayne Wayne burst into a wedding. At the end of the day, what I think realistically should have happened was what happened to wedding crashes. Like this motherfucker burst into the wedding, I'm gonna punch the shit out of this nigga. <laughs> and I that's just, gonna be. I and, just want to say he's gonna get dragged out by my best men, and they're gonna stomp him out of the parking lot. We gonna come back and finish this wedding. That's I feel like that's writer. what's gonna happen. It was Slim's wedding. I just want to say. That's why we get if any fictional relationships are written, but, but I mean, if any but again, of my exes I mean, are day, listening like, to this, and y'all motherfuckers show up at my goddamn wedding. Talking about some marry me. Oh, I got it. Oh, I'm gonna slit your throat. The Kung Fu Panda. Because, oh, yeah. you know. Kung Fu Panda is gonna shut all that down. <laughs> you gonna die. Poe gonna get you. No. Poe gonna give it to you. <laughs> now, uh, so, um, nah, and, and on top of that, I, I think the fair thing to keep in consideration also is that these characters are also being written 
to keep audiences happy. So they're going along with what they think the audience wants. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're not going to get with what Blackish has done recently mm-hmm. where they had that run towards the end of this past season mm-hmm. where shit got real. Super real. I mean, it got real. It was like, that, that, was like, like when is Blackish going to get funny again? Yeah, that was the this most like... It just like, kept getting sadder real and sadder. relationship shit that you probably seen since maybe against Mad About You. When they had that whole thing at towards the end of their series run, mm-hmm. where it was it went from like comedy to like I think I want a divorce. Like what the fuck? Where did this shit come? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the, the, the you have, you don't really see that in sitcom based things, especially when you're talking about like a younger audience. They want happy and goofy and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's what that, that's what they write to. So like Hollywood in and of itself doesn't typically write to that thing. So I mean, I mean, I, and I do think like I think. Christy and Takia uh, and Yuli, I think all of you guys have a great point in, in a very specific regard that I will always agree with. I think certain tropes and certain archetypes, they do Definitely contribute are. to the continued socialization of certain things, right? Mm-hmm. So if there are men who do think it's appropriate to do certain things and pursue a woman a certain way and a, and a television show is written to perpetuate that thing is not helpful if the goal is to not socialize people to conduct themselves in a certain way. The socialization is the name of the game. Most people conduct themselves the way they conduct themselves because. Hello? Christy? This is all new information. All right, so you were saying incels? Really? Uh, yeah, hold, hold I was saying. I'm sorry, know, I just want to butt plugs. Is, uh, that's out of my depth. Okay, so ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, uh, we're we're picking back up. We had to like like cut and pick back up. Apparently, like some side conversations got in there. Uh, you can disregard Slim, maybe or not. <laughs> just wonder what the fuck he was talking about. But we're gonna go back to this conversation about like toxicity in terms of the nice guy. The kid was making a point. We're gonna get back to that. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, um, like as far as just the the stuff from the media that people take in, and this is how you know you have incels who feel like you these things are owed to me because I'm quote unquote a nice guy, like the, the little dude in California, or pick any random mass shooter who's like, oh, she didn't like me, and now I have to kill her. Um, and I think I talked about on this podcast a few episodes ago about there was a a thread on reddit where people were just talking about like you know the things that incels like to do to to get uh, off like oh, oh i was yeah. you, said you know you chasing like, her. her i was yeah. following her but not running after her just following her at a comfortable uncomfortable distance oh, and then just seeing like yeah most creepy it is and was like yeah and then you can see the way she turns and looks back and the gate starts to change and you don't get close enough so that it becomes like physically threatening but you don't stay so far back that you're not a threat at yeah, all. Yeah, but that's the guy right there who quiet is kept. He he's he he's in the beginning stages of some serial shit. That that's that's who Oh, he is. I completely agree with you, but all I'm saying though is that, you know, a different world and Dwayne Wayne is not the only instance of this problematic behavior. It's just the one that the article's written about. Right. We decided to discuss it. But I think, you know, everybody has mentioned like this is a theme that pops up yeah. in do, Several different movies, TV shows. Is is there an argument that it, it, it could have, there could have been a better example? Like, because I, I mentioned the Darius Love Hall. I mentioned uh, uh, Q from uh, Love and Basketball. See, here's the problem, I think, with the couples therapy model. 
The couples therapy model is that when we start critiquing relationships, we automatically assume that both parties' behavior is up for critique. And sometimes the reality is when we are talking about relationships, especially in fiction or, you know, as, as they're played out, you know, as, as, as scripted, not, not as something that, that's actually happening in real life to real people, although this is applicable to that too. But the problem is that sometimes, a lot of times, most of the times, people are not 50-50 responsible for the burdens. While we may all be responsible for our individual behavior and reactions, the reality is we all know abuse, manipulation, all of that shit, you know what I'm saying, is real. You know what I'm saying? And people a lot of times feel pressured or trapped for whatever reasons. And aside from that, I think the reality is sometimes you can look at one half of a be- of, of, of behaviors and say, this is problematic for these reasons. And I think that when we have this conversation about stuff like this, especially when it's played out in fiction, it's a story. We all know how it ends. And so the, there's this need to try and hold both both parties accountable. But the reality is we can talk about one party's problematic behaviors and how they play out overall in a larger pattern without having to talk about how other people play into it. Because the issue is the acceptance for this behavior in men and the fact that women are pressured in through actual, you know, through your social support telling you outright this is what you should do or knowing that your social support will abandon you if you choose to do something that is healthy for you, but is toxic for you in general, but is, you know, said, you know, by society is constantly messaged to you as this is the way to be. And so I think the issue with this conversation with the nice guys is that there's never really a side of the conversation when you talk about how the woman behaves that makes this okay. Because women usually respond to nice men who they are attracted to in ways that men feel problematic or that everybody always wants to talk about how she could have done it better. When the reality is we have a right not to be attracted to men who are attracted to us. And we have a right to say, I don't want to do this. And we have a right to say, I don't want to do do this. I'm not attracted to you. And just because you're nice doesn't make you any more attractive. So can I ask a question? No, no, I'm, 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 I'm not disputing any of what you just said, and um, um, but are, are we? Do we? It's like, and this is why this makes it tricky for me, because like, like, and I, I get what you're saying, but the problem with the hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. What, what I'm saying is, do we not feel then that there, there that Whitley at some point, just like Dwayne at some point, did not become genuinely attracted to each other? I mean, they may mm-hmm. have, but the reality is she should have had better friends that said, no, nah, nigga, you can't be doing this here, bitch. You better go ahead and marry him. I feel like him, there's a lot of scapegoating. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, I like, like I'm not, I'm not, I can't, again. I can't really go in the context of the situation. I, I'm not, because at, at the end of the day, I will say this. When, when it, typically, like the stereotype, we're going to go into like societal tropes as well in terms of, and apply them to real life. Typically, the one time you know your girlfriend is good is when the other girlfriend is going through some real shit. When some real shit's going down, and like, oh, this nigga ain't shit. Fuck this dude. Blah 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 blah. Then you know the girlfriends are in place. There's a plan. There's typically like a circle that's gonna form around them and shit or whatever. And that's the thing. There's been plenty of comedy sketches made about it. I don't have to reenact them or whatever. We know what that is. 
typically that's what happens. So in terms of that support circle, that support circle is there no matter what no, she chooses. No, it wasn't there. Do you know what I say to my friends? I'm talking about a real, not in the show. I'm talking about in real life, though. I'm saying no, but no, no, but in real life, it's not even there. You know what I say to my friends when they, when they when they tell me they're getting married? Is this a good thing? Are we happy about this? Because I know a lot of people who've gotten married. You know what I'm saying? Who didn't want to be married even when they said yes to being engaged. I know a lot of people who've done a lot of things because there was no support for them to be able to say, I don't want to fucking do this. And so the first thing I ask people when I find out that they're married, that they're moving in with somebody, that they're pregnant, that they're doing anything major life changing is, are you, is this a good thing? Are we celebrating or, you know what I'm saying? Do you need some support because of something more to the story? That's a good ass question. Because a lot of people automatically sure assume that, that when you mm-hmm. say I'm pregnant or I'm getting she married or question. I'm moving in with somebody or I got this job or I'm doing this, that it's a good thing. But the first thing I ask people is, are we celebrating or not? You know what? Because that- too often people assume when you say something that your reaction should be this. Yay. Go. Hilariously enough, I asked people the exact same question. <laughs> no, no, but know what, know what, and I think actually that's the first thing that we should probably perhaps like uh like focus in on because at the end of the day, we want to talk about like things that affect us as a community in terms of like society and how we view things, but we also want to look at solutions. So I feel like this is a very good solution-based mechanism. I really do feel like I think we're kind of programmed to also in that regard. Just cheer people on. Like at the end of the day, I, I'm very much a romantic at heart. I love the idea of black love, and I like to see people who I think are in love be in love. That shit is like that shit makes me feel good. So I don't always think to ask those questions. Uh, there are times where, like you know, like if I know the person, like you know, what I'm saying I might probe deeper. I might like yo. So this is like the move you trying to make, and it's not like I'm saying that from a way of like uh. You know, you shouldn't fuck with them. It's just like, yo, is this the move you're trying to make? Yeah, yeah. Do you my, understand my the move you're always, making? How, how are you feeling about this? Uh-huh. You ask yeah, that yeah. shit a lot. I do. That's, that's very true. And it also depends on like like Christy saying. But that's one of the reasons like, why all y'all are my friends. It's the, relationship, <laughs> it's the relationship you have with the person. Like I don't ask if, I, if I'm in a room and a stranger is getting, <laughs> find out a stranger right. is getting married. Oh, I, say I don't roll stranger. up on that stranger and be like, and be like yo. Are we happy about this? Have you, <laughs> like, that's, yo, have you checked the Equifax and the experience? That's up? not my place. Like, I can have the opposite effect of what I'm trying to do is to get the person to actually think about, you know, what they're getting into and the gravity of the decision they're making. And are they doing this because they actually want to do it or are they doing it because they've been socially programmed to believe that this is what people want and mm-hmm. are supposed to want and they're doing it for that reason? So, but people that I know that I can speak to, that I know how to approach them, I definitely say that. I'm definitely like, yo, like, is this, is this you or have you been told? That yeah. This and is I you? think I, I had that kind of, let's go. I'm with I you. had that feeling. I just decided last year, like, I think I would like to marry someone. I, and we've had lots of conversations over the years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've. We've had lots of conversations over the You know, years. I That's can be funny. in a relationship and. Be faithful, but like when she starts talking about like bigger kinds of commitments, I'm like, ooh, why every, we need to every, do that every day? Though? <laughs> every day, and it's such a people are on a spectrum. So it's like some people are built for commitment. Some people like go back and forth. You know, some people are like they want to roam free, and that's more comfortable for them. 
And, you know, people are just and I also think some people are in different places at different times throughout mm-hmm. their life. So you may have been a person who like has been all about commitment all your life, but then you hit a point and it could just be your own individual growth or it could be some experiences that you had, <laughs> you know, or it could be something that you learn. It could be a cumul- accumulation of knowledge that you acquired and commitment is no longer for you. After you get to a certain point, and the opposite way for some people, or some people just like you know, after a situation hits, they get a whole phase. Uh, those things happen. Whole phases well. are Take important. Take it back to the whole phase, dude. Like, hey, look, whole phases are real, homie. You know what I'm saying, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get married while I knew it. I was in a whole phase. I don't, I don't doubt it. But some of us never outgrow the whole phase. Hey. And then as long as you real with yourself about it and the people that you with, and that's that's for me. As long as people understand what page you're on and you're being safe and open about what you're doing. I don't really have too much of a thing to say. is grow character. I still need clarification. We never gave me proper clarification on And cultures. Oh, that's because you had a lot of stamps in your passport. A lot of stamps on the passport. That is right. I've been to a couple countries. Hey, man. Look, I ain't ain't mad at you, man. You got a lot of stamps. Yeah, yeah. Lee had a lot of friends. friends. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? We're going to, at some point, let that die. (laughs) Just not today. It's cool. Won't you be my neighbor? Hey. Never a neighbor though. I want to see that movie. Never a neighbor. No, uh, I am interested. Yeah, I've I've seen the preview for it. I am interested. I never was a big Mister Rogers fan. I appreciated what he did, but I never really watched the show. Yeah, I like the puppets. Or puppets. I appreciated Sesame Street, but I was not a big watcher when I was a kid. I actually appreciated Sesame Street more as an adult. I liked the Electric Company when I was a really little kid, and then I liked Sesame Street. What about three to one contact? Now I feel like we're comparing shit again, like Walmart and Target. What about three to one contact? Or well, reading Rainbow. Like three to one contact. Well, what about like the Young and the Rainbow. Restless? Because that's what I looked at as a child. <laughs> what about Dynasty? Actually, what about God and Light. I grew up with a grandma. Nobody looking at no damn. You're General Hospital. You gonna be real? Yeah. What you know about that? Because only had one Bold and the beautiful. Yes. How about that? Like the I had no sister, ladies and gentlemen. Class. So like uh that's days, days of our lives right there. Days of yeah, our yeah. lives. I had no sister and a mother. Uh they Got both that watched piano so intro with the young and the rest is the abbots. <laughs> so you gotta sit quiet. It's like a storm is outside because grandma gotta watch the stories. Speaking of oh, iconic piano, Bill Bixby walking oh. down that road. Oh, man. gosh, incredible hope. That iconic piano, man. Hit you for a ride. That was iconic piano, man. Cicely would have picked him up. Cicely likes to pick up hitchhikers. Does she? She's like to pick up hulks. Really? <laughs> I would hey, not have thought that. She I would used not. to. I don't know if she picks them okay. up now because she's got a son. But what? Hitchhikers. Wow. She just wants to be helpful. We were leaving a, sh- a show at the Howard Theater one night. You know, when I go oh, out to it? concerts, I'm, you know, I'm fun. I talk to people, you know, kiki it up. The and ultimate, we ran into the ultimate, it's the yeah. ultimate, yeah. yeah. And so then we saw this guy that we had been kikiing it up with inside. And he was like, oh, y'all should give me a ride. And I was like... And she's like, sure, get in the car. I was like, what the fuck? Nigga, we you gonna funny, die. bitch. You crazy. We are going to die. And I was like, she was like, oh, where are we going? He was like, oh, just go down here. Now and just go down right here. here. Go down we actually did. Alley. So we went down like Rhode Island Avenue. And you know where the um, metro station is on the right? Mm-hmm. Took that turn down the street to the left. 
and just went. And I was like, so mm-hmm. I started unfastening my seatbelt because I was like, like, some shit happened. Out. Look, girl, you picked this nigga Our up, shit. not me. I'm, I'm running. Nothing happened because I'm sitting here telling you about it. But yes, Cicely likes to pick up. I didn't. I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have thought the Waldorf would just pick up strange, strange people. Huh? She's Waldorf. She's one half of the cranky ass Muppets. You're the other. Uh, you know what's crazy though? <laughs> As a teenager, I straight up and down got into the cars of strange niggas all the time. No, nope. that's what you do in college. Never. No, well, she I'm said as a teenager. She was also a teenager in college, by the way. She I was, was a young thing in college. Oh, you were young. We were all young. We were all young. I turned eighteen at the end of freshman year. I man. turned eighteen I was, after I, I was, after I started freshman year. I was dinner. I, I was dinner dating this dude, and he like, I was like, oh my birthday's coming up, and he was like, oh okay, how old you gonna be? I was like eighteen. He like spit his drink out. Yeah. So, I never got into people's cars. I watched those after school specials yeah, where you would die. Oh so. my! See, you know, <laughs> I feel like. Philly is just, it was, you know, Philly in the crack era. I don't know. I feel like nowadays people might get in strangers' cars too. It's just, it was just, you know, we just different people. I also pulled a cop over once though. You pulled a cop over? What? He was cute as fuck. Okay. In that case, crooked officer. You know, in that, in them cases, you, you know. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, like a cop car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he sound like he's got and like after we got through. done, well, yes. I said, "Baby, what's your and number?" He said, "911, emergency only." Head doctor performed surgery on me. <laughs> I didn't think it was strange either. Now I look at strangers and be like, "Oh my god! Like, why are you talking to me?" Oh, I thought you were gonna say you look at police officers like that. No, I ain't gonna lie. Like uh, a woman in uniform. Nah. Them pants don't do nothing for her. Sometimes, I'm not interested nah. in a man in uniform. They're I'm, generally, I'm especially like police officers, they are quite often domestic nah, abusers. No, nah. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm talking about the women though. Like, like I can't speak to the men. I'm just talking about the women in uniform. You, you, I, I, I beg to differ because when a woman is, has, a woman, if she's built right, you, know, you can see it through like sweatpants. It, it don't matter. It's like, you know what it is when you see it. So It depends on the uniform for me. Hey man, we talking about flight. A lot, a lot of times, a lot of police officers have like women. Police <laughs> now you gonna talk about that passport again? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I like to see new places. It's all I'm talking about. We heard. Hey man, it's hey, a lot of globe. United Nations. How, how many people have been at your G seven summit? Remember the uh, the old remember Delta, the Titans Delta joint. We love to fly, and it shows. <laughs> yes, <Wow>. I do. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> That's not their slogan anymore. It's Man, not yours either. Fuck you. <laughs> Delta hate everybody. Okay. Yeah, Delta, they don't, it's not a fun experience. Okay. Uh, Maybe they should just be more the, honest the, the, like the, spirit. The opinions and views expressed by some of the members of Flash Black Radio. Spirit, not, spirit is like this reflect. dude I had sex with once that was like, it's not that big. It's not going to be that good. <laughs> it ain't going to last that long. I mean, it's going to be some trash dick. And you get on Spirit and you're like, yeah, this this, this some shit right here. Yeah. I feel like that dude is going to be like an iconic moment <laughs> in your life. He already for is. all your days. He, he already is. He's the Spirit Airlines of dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I feel like we could take that several different ways because the spirit of airline the dicks could be, you know what I'm saying, some bomb ass dick that lives with his mama. You you can't take no baggage on his dick? Like, what? I don't... Not if he live with his mama. Because <laughs> you got to lead through the window or something. It's, re- it's not reliable, but he gets you where you need to go when you get there. <laughs> what about if his mama live with him? Is it acceptable then? No. How, wait, wait, wait. How you going to flip it? I don't it? really care whose name is on the deed you live with your mama. Why Why she live there? She got like out Maybe of control. Maybe she's older and she got some issues and she can't be by herself. Y'all want dick like Southwest Airlines. That really. means I can't ride your dick with the door. No. <laughs> shit, I know somebody whose mama live with him or whatever. He used to smash it off. I'm like, yo, you smash which one? He's like, it's my house. I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay. <laughs> like, all right, my bad. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Like, like, yeah, it's my house. She, li- he's like, she lives with me. <laughs> it's my house. My, I pay the bills. Like, all right. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. I totally respect the situation, but I'm gonna tell you this. You know what I'm saying? I can't fuck a dude who live with his mama. I actually did that recently, and for that reason, but you just said you can't. Maybe she means she can't again anymore. Having recently had no, having recently just done it, I'm like, yeah, I'm stick to this rule for this reason right here. This awkwardness right here. Okay, wasn't even awkward. The awkwardness was that it wasn't awkward. (laughs) Oh, so wow. Okay, all all right. That was awkward. Was yeah, awkward. Yeah. Was that it wasn't awkward. It was like, like, oh, like, like, like oh. Did, did she come to lift his ball sack? Like, you can't just let the ball sack just bang against the chin. It's cold in the basement. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Keep the ball but sack off the chin. I say, what made me do it was it was a fantastic picnic. Wow. <laughs> Look at that full circle situation. Out of that full circle. Wow. Look at that. Was the dick pic actually accurate to what was just because oh. sometimes people give. Of course it Sometimes people, I've heard people give in like you know dick pics that aren't theirs. Like like on Tinder, they say that they're five because ten and they're actually I like five dick two. Pics because I like dick pics. I never get an unsolicited dick pic. I always have to ask for one. Matter of fact, nigga, I don't actually give a fuck what your face look like. Let me see what your dick look like, and don't, then I want to know where you live. Don't send me a dick pic. Yeah, the fellas, I'm going to recommend uh, that, that you do not send dick pics unless you are expressly. To send a dick it, it it also you know just don't it it requires some some effort. <laughs> the, the dick a good dick pic. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, oh, you gotta yeah, get some yeah, compositional yeah, qualities proper, in it. You need proper staging. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get some good lighting proper there. Staging of the dick. Because well, yeah, if you just if you just do a dick pic where the dick is like floating in the air, you were talking earlier. You need context. Yeah, you need put that on your thigh. Yeah. Listen, where it come down your thigh. If I were to be interested in you such need, things, which I am not, you need, you need a reference object of some sort. Right. Yeah, I got you. All right. You know, have a. Ruler laying around. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but don't just have it like. Now it's a medical. Pick, don't just have so. it like floating hey, in the hey, air like you know, Grant Stars with did. This bitch, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you took it to another level, huh? Lee, now Lee want dudes putting captions on the the dick pics when they send them. Hey it's man, not, it's hey, not just no, a dick pic. Hey, look, 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 look. Bottom of the you room. can only put a caption on the dick pic. You can't put a caption on the penis pic. Hey, can't put a I'm caption saying, on the cock pic. It's got to be a dick pic. Have captioning. But I do need you to have staging and lighting. lighting. Correct. Like, don't be gripping that shit too hard. What about makeup? I think that you incident. <laughs> Why the fuck you need you know makeup on your dick? I'm just saying, like, you know, do you need to, like, do you need to, like, what if the dick was in a gif and it had theme music? 
You know what? Hey, like, 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 dude. Okay, so like, come shot. What, what, what if you have like a turtleneck? You got, you got to like pull the turtle. I'm I'm sorry. You said if it's a come shot, do what? I'll take a jiff and some music if it's a come shot. I like what I like. What if the dick come shot? Where? What do you mean where? I I mean, you know, I would hope in the air. Like, wait a second. Like, it's a dick pic with a cum shot. So I'm like, she wanted well, dick pic come in the air like LeBron before a game. Niggas that intentionally come on glass tables and pictures are weird. <laughs> okay, but okay. So, all right. What if the dick? I feel was, like that was a legitimate question, but the, the answer was, was way too funny. What if the dick was wearing a cowboy hat condom and the Dallas theme music was playing? I'm laughing at you and I'm sharing that with everyone because it's just too fucking interesting. <laughs> well, you know, I got a performance dick, baby. And I might, I might actually have to tell you that I'm going to share that one. <laughs> you know what? If somebody did all that, they want you to share it. And, 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 He's a performer. And they want that to, to be shared. Them. So, going to indulge them. I wish I had another funny one. You don't? You're done? I'm done. <laughs> okay, so are we. We are done for today. We're going to... About... Uh, wrap up this whole situation. I feel like we've gone it up. Man, man. Nobody else has wrapped this shit up. It's just a bunch of loose dicks. Come uh, shots in the air. I'm, I still need to like follow up on that one. I don't want to, but I feel like I have. To. I like what I like. I no, like that's that. When, 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 you like what you like. That's fine. I'm just saying, you come shot in the air. Like so, it's like supposed to be like like a like a. It's a like a champagne time. bottle. It's like a bullet time, like like uh, the Matrix, like where it's like you know, just like it like I mean, there's a three sixty around, you see it like frozen in midair. Like how you gonna? I just told you what it was. I mean, if it's on some really good titties, I probably wouldn't be offended. That's what I'm talking about. So it had to be on. See, that's what I'm saying. But but I'd rather you just like were, you know, taping your jerk off section and like you know it just kind of you know up in the air. I don't know. I I don't. So you need a dick gif, like an animated gif. That's a whole video. Yeah. I mean, but if it's gonna land somewhere, I would hope that it would be like on your stomach. I mean, you know, like no. I don't actually. Where the fuck do you want it to land? You sounded so emphatic. No. No. We talk about set and setting again. You know what I'm saying? Staging and lighting. I don't actually want to see your crusty ass cum rag in this video that you're sending me to try and get. It's too me real. Who has cum rag? Don't too show real. me your jerk off sock. Who has, who has a jerk off sock? I don't think guys actually do that. <laughs> I don't have what? a penis. I don't. Jerk off? <laughs> no, it's no, no, a jerk off sock. No, we, we definitely do that. Uh, I definitely yeah, know someone who did. But jerk off into a sock? I yeah. don't think I Yeah, yeah. I definitely know thing. someone who did. That's a thing. A, is it? That's a thing. I've, I've That's actually a thing. heard, I've actually heard like a wool sock is actually good. That's oh. a thing. <laughs> I've been told. That sounds that. abrasive. Never tried it. Because, you know, it contains the mess. You know, you don't have to confuse it with any other washcloth or, you know, like. You, you know I didn't get into the logistics of it. I just like, I was like, okay, as more information than I needed, but all right. I like my socks. I'm like, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I wear, using them you, you don't have the old socks with elastic them worn out a little bit? Those are now cleaning right. <laughs> I mean, I feel I'm not like. Yeah, they no are. Edge on my dick. Yeah, they I feel are. like jerk off socks are like period panties. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't buy some fresh, you know. No. Laces. Pretty things from Vicky's and be like, I'm gonna bleed all over these. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were wrapping up, but we went into overtime on that shit. Keep going, Christy. What else you got? You know, the ones that you bleed in are the ones that are so comfortable that, like, you know, the elastic is all stretched mm-hmm. out and like, they barely hold themselves up, but like, 
they so soft and comfy that that's the thing that you want to be touching your ass <laughs> when you were cramping, wanting your uterus to fall out. Yeah. Tell me. Do you believe? I mean, just like, just like, even if you bought a wool sock for the sake of it being your jerk off sock, it would be an ugly wool sock that you bought on sale. You know, it couldn't be the cute one that you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, a lot I'm of styling it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of detail with this. It is a lot of detail with but, this. But on your stomach though? Like, I'm just... All right, wrap up. I mean, I mean, you were wrapping up. I just want to. I mean, better this. than that than your hand. I think the vagina. Like, like, wow. the, the okay, vagina like, is a like, wonderful well, thing. If you I'm your really hand, glad I don't have one. Gonna eat it, and you I'm should not be. So sure <laughs> what? I said, if you come in your hand, then you're probably going to eat it, and I'm not so sure. Right? Like, what no, type of like? No, what type of no, people do you know? Who is hanging with? This is not a pudding pop. Yeah, like, 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 like. Even Christy looks. I mean, Tequila looks. Do we know the same person? Yeah. Is this the same dude? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many niggas eat cum, bitch. What? <laughs> no, like, serious. Like, I mean, I've only had it happen once, but I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, You'd it's mine. I was like, why okay, are you no, eating all right, it? Right. Seriously, we wrapping up. We wrapping up. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta go. No. I mean, uh-uh. I guess it's full of amino acids. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my camera hard right now. Uh-uh. No. Oh, uh-uh. bro. Can't do it. No. All right. That shit was a Twinkie. Like, I just want the cream. <laughs> oh, this is Usual Suspects. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, they going to keep talking in the background. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, I am I'll totally the watch you jerk off and eat your own cum, but I'm not going to fuck you. I don't want to see you do either. You know what? I wouldn't even blame you. I don't want to see you do either. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, my bad. I don't I even want to say shit. this is the usual suspects. I don't I know what like the fuck we is, are right now. This shit you unusual. missed after dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like candy coated secrets or some this shit like that. When I come back to the show. Yeah, goodness. Look gracious. at the energy you bring in the room. This, this shit took a turn. Like the bad part is, I'm gonna like like play all of this shit for y'all. Play it, let it play out. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let y'all know that I ain't. I ain't. To the sweat drips down my balls, and then I wipe it and put it in my mouth. And then I take a slurp of my own. No. No, no, that's, no. That's not how the yin yang no, twist. Stop. Stop. No, stop, stop. No, that's not how Lil no. John. Oh, ski, ski, motherfucker. Oh, oh ski, ski. That's my protein shake. It's a whole tag. It's a whole genre. Wow. Okay, so I didn't need to know that either. This All is right. very educational. I, for it's, me. It's, but in the wrong know. ways, I'm mad Blood right now. Plugs, dudes, eating she, she, Will you stop? I'm trying to. I'm trying to <laughs> prolapse anuses. No, I'm trying to look. Look. Mixed with cowboy hats on. All right. So so. Come shots. But yes, also toxic masculinity. <laughs> we are the usual suspects. Oh. Apparently, we are off the chain. Uh, I am Lee Bennett the Third, aka Da Vinci Parks, dialing in right now, chief in that big weed. K Savage, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't participate in drug use. No, she's not. She doesn't do that. <laughs> not at all. Okay. Uh, I'm a high witness. She does not do that. <laughs> Across to me is as double happy to be back amongst my people. Indeed, indeed, and of course, T. Rich. Indeed, again, we are the usual suspects. This is www.flashblackradio. We 
We appreciate your listenership. And uh, if you are offended by this episode, you have not been paying attention to us at all. Because uh, <laughs> we can go in any direction, uh, and this is just the direction that it happened to go in. Uh, so if you offended, in the air. I kind of apologize, but not really. Um, I don't co-sign on a lot of the stuff that was said, but I love my people, so I'm just gonna like say that it is what it is. That's what she was saying on my penis. I love that too. Everybody should fall down the X videos rabbit hole sometime. Uh, and on that note, on that note, X gonna uh, give it to you. <laughs> you can check us out on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Flash Black Radio. Search for us on uh, uh, Facebook. Flash slash Black Radio. I right? appreciate y'all. Stay blessed. Stay woke. You just trying to look at one decent anal scene, and next thing you know, you're like, what? What, what constitutes a decent anal scene? Yeah, what's the criteria <laughs> for a decent anal She said anal she made that shit sound so pristine. I just want one decent anal scene. I do. Like, I really does, like does, anal does the, does the anus have to be bleached? Or is, is, or is it... The, I, don't, I don't know what a bleached anus is.